0: and BJ.
1: Let's get at it.
0: And it starts now. Welcome in everyone to another episode of The Lowdown Sports Show. This show is brought to you by the Basketball Podcast Network presented by DraftKings. I'm your host Drew
1: and I'm BJ.
0: And we're here to get the lowdown on all things basketball. Got a very Christmassy episode for you guys today going to be talking about the Christmas games that are going on on Christmas NBA games the five games that are scheduled to be played and the history of NBA Christmas in general sure. as well as talk about that WNBA draft lottery that happened this past Sunday oh yeah from that and what might could possibly come of it come draft day the indiana
1: so, curse is real drew
0: the indiana curse is very real and we'll we'll bring that up as well but without further ado BJ you ready to go
1: I'm ready dude. I'm I'm excited. It's the holiday season. I'm 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 just I'm amped, man.
0: All right, let's get right into it. So, the slate that is scheduled for the Christmas gay day <laughs> Christmas Day games. <laughs> Christmas Day games this year. <laughs> Starting off at, you know, we're going to do these Central Time, even though most of you guys are probably Eastern. But Central Time for us, 11 a.m., Atlanta Hawks versus New York Knicks. That's the first game of the day. Followed up by Boston Celtics versus Milwaukee Bucks at 1.30. And then the blockbuster, Warriors and Sons. That's going to be a great game. Oh, uh, yeah. Following that at four o'clock, excuse me, and then another blockbuster: Nets versus Lakers. Not not the biggest game of the day, probably the second, because Warriors Suns is going to be excellent, and Clay Thompson I believe might be back for this wow. game, if not start of the year. So let me let me hold my tongue on the Clay Thompson comment. Mm-hmm. But Nets and Lakers will be good as well. And then lastly, at nine thirty, our Dallas Mavericks will take on the Utah Jazz. Yeah, hopefully (laughs) they will have Luca and possibly KP back for that game. If not, that'll be an ugly Christmas finisher. Oh, yeah! But uh, BJ, there's been a lot of Christmas games over the years. Yeah, they've been doing uh NBA Christmas games for about 74 years. This is the 74th edition of NBA on Christmas, it began back in 1947. We were nowhere near close to being thought of and hardly were our parents. Uh, so, yeah. you know, grandparents, you know, however, they, they were on it, popping back in 47, but 47, a long time ago, 74 years of NBA Christmas games in the 75th edition will be next year, but they'll do something special for that. But I think a so. lot, a lot of Epic games over the years, BJ, no matter how far back it's been, you know, it, it starts out with Wilt Chamberlain, you know, uh, Big 59 point game, 36 rebounds back in 1961, all the way till as recently as, you know, Golden State Warriors and Cavaliers games that were blockbusters. Yeah, I I always
1: think of, for some reason, I always think of the finals rematches on Christmas Day. I think that that's something that we, uh, it feels like every year we should get a Golden State Cleveland matchup, even though none of those uh, guys, except for maybe curry clay thompson are are still on those teams anymore
0: (laughs) right and uh we want to go through the uh, the history of the nba first that's how we'll kick this off or the history of the christmas day games and bj i won't dig too far back even though i kind of gave you a little spoiler of the first big christmas game memory but i want to do the ones that have happened since we've been born Okay. And that starts in 1995. And that's where the first one is as far as the big, memorable Christmas Day games. 1995 was an NBA Finals rematch for the first time in NBA history. The teams from the previous season's finals met on Christmas Day. That would be the Orlando Magic and the Houston. Rockets. Penny Hardaway scored 22 points and hit the game-winning shot with three seconds left as the Magic defeated the defending champion Houston Rockets 92 to 90 in a matchup featuring superstars Shaquille O'Neal, who had 22, 18, and five assists, whoo, and Hakeem Olajuwon, who had 30 and 12 and six assists in that game. Wow, That's big hey, time back when. Yeah, we Yeah, you, you talk
1: about a bygone era in, in the NBA, man. Oof.
0: I was four months old back then.
1: I was nearly a year, actually. Believe it or not. Woo!
0: Yeah, you were on. You were old. I, am still am.
1: I still <laughs> am.
0: <laughs> uh, and then the next big moment doesn't happen for another nine years. Uh, Shaq versus Kobe—the first time since uh, Kobe or Shaq left Kobe uh, in L.A. and was in Miami—they met on Christmas after the trade. Uh, the matchup lived up to expectations and the heat extended their win streak to 11 games at the time. Uh, Shaq had 24 and 11 D Wade had 29 and 10 and won in overtime against LA 104 to 102.
1: you know Kobe, I we th-
0: had 42 that night. Wow
1: you know I think I I was trying to think back to the first like the NBA Christmas game I remember watching. I think honestly it was that one I, I remember really? Shaq and Kobe and and I you know I I really started to, to like you know focus on basketball around that time maybe a couple years down the road was where I, I fully got invested but I have Man. hazy memories of a Christmas game with Shaq and Kobe being on other teams and and like like showing like all the signs in the stands and right. everything like that because that was still that was at the forum right that wasn't at Staples yet was
0: it right it was. It was indeed. God, I think about 2004, man, a long time ago, freaking.
1: 17 you know, years.
0: Good old fourth grade back then.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. But the, yep. the memories began to uh, kind of pile on. It didn't didn't take too long. Uh, you know, the first one that we mentioned here, you know, there were other memories that had, you know, some, some gaps in between the years. Um, but, you know, the first one we mentioned here, nine-year gap, and it was just four years before another monumental game, Uh, came to Christmas, and that was when the Celtics' win streak was snapped back in 2008 in a rematch of the 2007 NBA Finals. The Lakers snapped the defending champ Celtics' 19-game winning streak with a 92-83 victory, and Phil Jackson notched his 1,000th win that night. And you're talking about
1: milestones.
0: Yeah, and is the fastest to do so, and the sixth coach at the time to reach that milestone. Big time Christmas! That,
1: game. That, I, I always loved those Celtics Lakers matchups, uh, oh, especially yeah. when, they, when they were competing um, in Rivers the finals, and, and then they then they matched up on on Christmas.
0: Oh, yeah! That was the first good back and forth of you know teams, and it, and it was the big time teams, you know, yeah, the Lakers right. of the West, the Boston of the East. You know that was you know that's been the all time matchup. You know, it's yeah, been the time. Yeah, if
1: if you love the history of the NBA, it takes you back to the eighties, right there
0: right Im- immediately and uh 2010 is the next memory it only took a couple of years for this one uh lebron james joined an exclusive club in his first christmas day game which kind of hard to believe that like, the cavs never garnished a christmas game while he was there early when he was winning mvps uh that they didn't want to put lebron in the cavs on uh christmas but nonetheless his first christmas day game uh well, I mean, this does say it's with the Heat, so I don't, I don't remember. They probably had Kaz on Christmas.
1: I, I, I think because they went made the finals against San Antonio, and I thought they right. were they in. Right,
0: they probably played like an O seven. 7 Yeah. Or, yeah. Uh, LeBron recorded a triple-double, 27-11-10, in a 96-80 victory against the Lakers. James became the fourth player to register a triple-double on Christmas, joining uh, the Big O, John Havlicek, and Billy Cunningham at the time. Yeah. Going down, now here's where we get into the Cavs-Warriors series. This one starts off with a Cavs comeback. First matchup between the defending champion Cavaliers and the runner-up Warriors since their thrilling 2015 finals featured even more drama. Cavs were down 14 in the fourth and rallied to defeat the Warriors 109-108. to And Kyrie Irving, I remember this one, made the turnaround game-winning jumper over Klay Thompson Extremely tough shot, crazy shot, with 3.4 yeah. seconds left to spoil Kevin Durant's 36 points in a in an effort to beat Golden State. LeBron led the Cavs though with 31 and 13. Big time, big time. Yeah, that that was there. that
1: was a great game. That's that that one. Uh, it's it's tough to like, you know, put them in like a list of of all time great games on Christmas Day, but that one. If it's not number one, it's really close. That was oh, yeah. just a great
0: game. That was a thriller five years ago for sure. Mm-hmm. And then another thriller happened the following year because these guys were battling for years. Those Warriors-Cavs matchups with LeBron, Kyrie, Steph, mm-hmm. Clay, Draymond, just boom, it was it was insane for years. Yeah, uh, Warriors managed to beat the Cavs in a thriller this time around. The third straight Warriors-Cavs showdown on Christmas was a thrilling one to be sure. After the Cavs rallied to tie the game late on an 11-2 run with roughly three minutes left in the game, the Warriors took the spotlight. Clay Thompson stepped back and knocked down a clutch three with 133 left to break a 92 apiece tie. All right, yeah. BJ. Okay. All right. So top scoring performances on Christmas Day. Don't cheat because I know you, I know you have this. <laughs> Don't cheat. All right. How many players? Have made the top five scoring performances on Christmas Day that were born in our era, or that were playing in our era. Should I say?
1: Um, uh, hmm. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna say, say one.
0: one. Gee, you've already seen this, haven't you? No, no. Actually,
1: I, I looked and then I forgot. So,
0: okay, you're right. You're right. And it is one that I didn't actually expect to make the list. Uh, just depending, you know, just thinking about how many times LeBron, Kobe, all those players have played on Christmas. It's yeah. Tracy McGrady. Wow, two thousand and two. He had forty six points uh, versus the Pistons. He's actually fifth on the top scoring performances. Fourth is Jerry West in nineteen sixty three versus the Knicks with forty seven. Third is Rick Barry in nineteen sixty six versus the Royals with fifty. Then Wilt Chamberlain in 1961 versus the Knicks, like we mentioned earlier, had 59. And then number one, Bernard King in 1984 versus the Nets had 60 on Christmas Day. Wow, big time! Wow, yeah. I mean, I'd mentioned the rebounding numbers, but you know, uh, it's definitely the old guys.
1: It's It's got to be Wilt.
0: (laughs) It's Bill. You know, they had you know 30 plus rebounds on Christmas back in the 60s. yeah, so. I'm no, sure. Nobody nobody 50, gets that 60.
1: high anymore. That's, no, <laughs> right. that's never going to fall.
0: Right. Nobody does the 30 rebounds, though. It's just, it just not happening. You had a great night
1: if you get 20.
0: Now, uh, sis, you know, we have a chance here. How many players that played in our era are on this top five of sis performances on Christmas Day list, BJ?
1: Well, I went with one last time and ended up being right. Let me go with one again. And, Oh,
0: none of them. None. Actually. Nobody. That's no. Nope. That no
1: Stockton. Violent. No kid.
0: No. No Stockton. No kid. Wow. No Nash. No Westbrook. No Westbrook. No Braun. Wow. Nope. Wow. Number five, Oscar Robertson in 1965 versus the Warriors had 16, tied with also Nate Archibald in 1975 versus the Suns, who had 16, and then the Big O did it again. Years before that, in 61, versus the Lakers, had 17 assists. And then at number two, Guy Rogers in 1966 versus the Knicks had 18. And then at the top, it's technically tied. Nate Archibald, mm-hmm. 1972, had 18 versus the Kings.
1: Man, I mean, that that, that one, we have a chance to see somebody get, get to 19. It's got to be, I mean – you, you think about all the unselfish players that we have in the league, and, and I mean, you think about if Russell Westbrook, how, how many assists he can pile up easily. Uh, you, you could absolutely see, I think, somebody getting close to 20 assists uh, on Christmas Day. Okay. I mean, it is the season for giving, after all.
0: Huh? You're right. Speaking of giving, I hope Adam Silver... Adam Silver gives us all these NBA games because there's been talks about what's going to be going on. But, you know, I've seen a lot of comments like no matter what, these games will be played for uh, for lack of a better word. I won't use what they said, but but, uh, the games will be played. I mean, it's the it's some of the biggest games, you know, they're going to be watched all season long until playoffs, of course. And, you know, all star. But yeah. Everybody sits back, you know, to get ready to watch a day of NBA basketball.
1: Yeah, apparently even Billy Crystal, who I, I did not realize.
0: Hey, I, I, I mean, if you've seen those ads at least. It's just what you do on Christmas. Yeah. And when you're done with everything, your stomach's full. There's going to be a game on. Oh, yeah. Even if you have a family, you know, they're opening up Christmas presents early. You know, you all make food like boom. Christmas, Christmas Day game started at 11. Bam. Yep. And you're yep. right there ready, raring to go. Um all the way up until time to go to bed, too. That 9 30 yeah. game is not gonna end until about 1130 30 30-ish. Uh so I mean that's we got you know 11 yeah. 12 hours of Christmas games, and you know, I could
1: nonstop.
0: Hey, yeah, I ain't you're never gonna see me complain about it, BJ. I'll tell you what. <laughs> And well, uh, Drew,
1: let me let me ask you. Um I, there's been some rumblings that uh they're gonna have to make some contingency plans. Because of the rise in COVID cases, are you worried that the five games are not going to be played as scheduled or do you think they might get shifted around? Do you think, what do you, what do you think is going to happen?
0: I think there's a possibility for shift, like just Mm -hmm. swapping some teams out with some others maybe. Okay. Uh, Or like some of the games that were, uh, that were postponed previously might get put in one of these slots. Okay. And then this game will get postponed. I don't know. I just think yeah. – I know we're going to get Christmas Day games because they're Christmas Day games. Like, I don't – like, if you cancel anything, like, it wouldn't be these games. I don't, yeah. I don't think. Like, may, the ones yeah. after, sure. Uh, you know, the ones leading up to Christmas, sure. I mean, but Christmas, yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, these are way too big. You know, uh, I know NBA uh, invests a lot in these Christmas games, you know. You know you, the famous ad back in 2013 with you know John uh, or uh, James Harden, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, uh, Derrick Rose shooting threes and a little jingle through the hoops. You know that's the yeah the sleeve jerseys they had on. Oh gosh, yeah, oh yeah, it was that that is not that is a memorable commercial for NBA commercial if there yeah. ever was one. I mean, no, nothing's gonna probably top that, and we haven't seen ones that compare ever since. So. Um, you know, I know that'll be floating around just to get the memory of that back then and some nostalgia they'll yeah. Rose in his Bulls jersey, KD in his OKC, LeBron in the Miami Heat, Harden in the Rocks jersey. But uh I think these games are gonna be played. Like uh I don't know if all five will stay, like maybe we'll be limited to four. Uh like I don't know, but um it just depends. Like, I don't know what the vaccination rate is for these teams. So, like, I know protocols are a little bit different for vaccinated players versus mm-hmm. non-vaccinated players. So, I know, like, in the NFL, you know, the pro- protocols change. Like, you could be put on the COVID list, um, you know, Monday, and you could be off of it today based on you know your vac status, and you know, yeah. uh, you don't have to get tested as frequently as the unvaccinated players do. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't believe, but uh, you know. I think these games are going to be played at the end of the day. They're going to be played. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's just what's going to happen. Uh, there's there, there's, they're going to find a way to play these basketball games.
1: Yeah. Uh, so this is according to Shams uh, of the athletic, the league is concerned about its big slate and has started to make contingency plans. Uh, changes to the schedule could come as late as Christmas Eve, the 24th. And the NBA is planning to prioritize those big games that you mentioned that will be played at 1:30, that's Boston, Milwaukee, the 5 p.m. Eastern or 4 o'clock central, which is of course Phoenix and Golden State, and the 8 p.m. Eastern, seven o'clock central time between the Nets and the Lakers. Those games are are at least the NBA is planning to prioritize prioritize those, according to Adrian Wadge. Uh, so if it looks like if anything is going to get moved or, or not played, Talking about the Mavs and the Jazz, the Hawks and the Knicks. That's not necessarily fair to those teams and and their fans that you know, I mean, thankfully, except you have to make sure that I'm remembering this correctly. All ten teams that played are playing this year played last year on Christmas too, right?
0: Um, I don't I don't remember. Oh, that's a good question. Now you're making me want to want to look
1: yeah, at. Yeah, I know Mavs were playing in L.A. Yeah, I do you remember that? Uh, uh, but- no, uh,
0: Nuggets and Clippers played last year. Um, the Heat and Pelicans played last year. You uh, for Zion <laughs> on Christmas. That was why. Uh, yeah. So, so yeah. Bucks played, Warriors played, Lakers played, Mavs played, Nets played, Celtics played. So six of the ten teams are back. So yeah, so um, that wouldn't be fair to Utah, to New
1: York, and Atlanta if if those games were not played.
0: And with the Mavs, like if if Luca and or KP don't play, like who wants to watch the game anyway? To be honest with you, like we're Mavs fans, we'll probably still watch because we have a severe addiction that we just can't get over. We want to watch the Mavs play, like no matter how much pain it gives us.
1: Hi, I'm BJ. I'm a Mavs fan.
0: Hi, I'm Drew. I'm a Mavs <laughs> fan. For life. Uh Yeah, but you know, without Luca, it's gonna be an eh game and you know, they're gonna get destroyed. Without Luca and KP, it's gonna be embarrassing to even turn on the TV. Um with Luca and KP it could be interesting to watch, you know, as the final bit, uh, you know, to end the day on Christmas as a game, but uh, without one of the stars, it's not as as watchable as it should be. And yeah. Knicks and Hawks, you know that rivalry was in the playoffs last year. Like they're not really as good as they were, arguably at this point last year either. So, and uh, you know, that's just one of those throw in games. Everybody's gonna love Nets Lakers. Everybody's gonna love Warriors Suns. Uh, if everybody's healthy on both sides, Celtics Bucks will be pretty good. Even though Celtics aren't that great. Uh, it'd be a good fight on Christmas, but um, you know, yeah. if we if we'd spur those two, then ah, sh- ah, ah, I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna be too mad.
1: Well, I mean you you've seen uh, you've seen you know games that have been rematches of, of playoff games or playoff series on Christmas Day that have been really good, and so I mean you, yeah. you kind of had that rivalry with the Knicks and Hawks, and and those teams aren't quite where we expected them to be at this point, but it's still, I think it could be a budding Eastern conference rivalry that we see not only for this year, but for years to come, if both teams, you know, get stuff figured out and, and both teams are young and, and have the talent to, to make multiple postseason appearances.
0: Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I would, I would, I would still watch the game, you know, if oh, you yeah. get to play like for sure. Like, especially, you know, you know the way Trey Young does things with the Hawks. You know yeah. not just his style of play, but you know he'll he'll like if they're in the garden, like he'll, you know he took the bow at, at Christmas. Like he, the he's not afraid to be the villain, kind of like Reggie Miller. Yeah. Stuff. You know, see, I like those antics. You know, at Christmas and things like that, I would be fun to watch. You know, if the Hawks put away the Knicks yet again, that would be funny. Yes. Um, so, uh, and and as long as in the Mavs Jazz situation would be a good game only if both superstars are there. Uh, Mavs, Mavs fold it if they don't have Luka um, And they get demolished if they don't have both um, yeah. they, might, they might get whooped either way To be honest But um, yeah. well, we'll just have to see what happens But BJ Yeah WNBA draft lottery was on Sunday That's right You remember my prediction of the order
1: I do remember your prediction You said Atlanta Would get No you said Dallas would get the number one pick and then you had Indiana 2, Atlanta 3, Washington 4,
0: right? No, I had Washington. I had I had Wings, Mystics, Fever, Dream. Okay. And I missed them all. Oh. <laughs> if you take Dallas and put them down at the bottom and push everybody else up one, that's then the there list. You go. Mystics, Fever, Dream, Wings. But I didn't think I'd get them all wrong. I was just doing it because that was what the Wings needed. Yeah. And they got what they didn't need, which was the fourth pick. So, like, it's way less valuable than even a two or three that they could have gotten. So the yeah. top three players in that draft would be gone unless, you know, some, some teams like to do need. Uh, other teams do best player available. We'll just have to see how it falls. But you can if, if you watch the draft lottery when it was on ESPN – you can tell in Vicky Johnson's face that
1: <laughs>
0: not happy coming away with them. No. Like obviously they'd like to get one again, and that would have been crazy. For them to get one again, that would be some uh Las Vegas Aces type stuff. But uh, you know, they fell to four, they got four and six now. And uh man, they got they got a lot of things to figure out this offseason, BJ, because salary caps for these teams and the situation that Dallas is in, they've got they got a lot of things to figure out. They got they have oh, yeah. 13 total players signed, and you're only allowed to have 12. So, I mean, you got an overly stocked roster with players being paid. Yeah. You only got 15,000 in cap room. <laughs> 15,000 in cap wow. room. Wow. And got 700,000 uh, in guaranteed salaries on Dallas', on Dallas team. Uh, some other teams have some more favorable cap room because a lot of players – uh, aren't signed. Only one other team has uh, double-digit players uh, signed, and uh, that would be the New York Liberty. Uh, you know, some 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 teams are really just you know re-signing players to contracts and things like that, and you just have to wait until you know the beginning of the year when that stuff kicks off uh, in January, and then February when you know teams you know players are going to be moving and signing new contracts with new teams and things like that. Uh, you know, they're just they're just allowed to start talking uh, at some point in January. I remember the exact date, but you know these other teams that you know were top uh top of the uh the, the draft lottery there they've got significantly more cap room uh mm. Atlanta Dreams got uh 836,000 uh, Indiana Fever 431,000 uh let's see Washington Mystics 456,000 you know and then there's Dallas with 15 so they're going to have to do a lot of shuffling. You know, they've got, they've got players like Mariah Jefferson, who's the highest paid player on the team and who can hardly stay on the floor for Dallas. You know, they've got to find a way to get her off the books. You know, if they have to continue to eat her, her money, it's going to, it's going to really stink. Um, but you know, Vicki Johnson and Mariah have history from playing back in San Antonio. So that's really what's kept her on this team. Honestly, yeah, it's not been the production, you know, um, uh, you know, you're getting paid top money we need, we need top production. Like, so, uh, we'll just have to see with that. And, you know, players that recently got extensions, Alicia gray, Caleb Thornton, you know, they're locked in, uh, for the next couple of years. Uh, Izzy's an unrestricted free agent next year. Uh, so is Mariah, but you really need to let her go now, not only for financial purposes, but, uh, basketball purposes just in general but they would have to eat that I, I don't know how much exactly I have to eat maybe the whole whole thing while she's I don't I don't know but yeah uh, they've got to find some way to, to get her out of town um, and then you know they're still paying uh, a stew up to you know a hundred thousand you know with her mm-hmm. buyout um, but you know they've got a lot to figure out you know with all these players you know some players like uh, Louisa Luisa Ooh, I'm not – I'll butcher her name. Uh, ooh, guys, ooh, I'm not even going to go for it. But, you know, they drafted <laughs> her years ago. She she didn't get uh, – she didn't get to play. She got injured just before this past season. So, uh, she had, she hasn't got to play for this team at all yet, even when they were going to give her a try out of camp. Uh, so, uh, you know, don't know what they're going to do with that. Um, no, I don't even. Maybe they just these – uh, at the bottom, um, I, I really don't know what's going to happen. But Dallas, you know, they got a lot of trades to figure out. You know, players to shuffle. You know, they got too many people on the books. So they got to get rid of somebody. You know, gather both picks and players. Do some shipping out for a, a seasoned veteran. Uh, if you can get a star, get a star. Uh, but you know, you've got enough young players here that you need to develop. Um, you know, just do some shipping out of some to get you what you need to. To compete better in the playoffs like made it back to the playoffs yes got two all-stars now yes but you need more to compete in this league um you know a lot of teams have big threes and things like that you know the uh the seattles of the world who you know they got to figure out how many of those stars they're bringing back um but you know phoenix you know everybody at connecticut bevy of stars and yeah. you got know, you got to get some more help for these teams here. And i like, we got young players that we can develop, yes, but you know, we can't we can't have like half a roster that needs to just or more than half a roster that needs development. Like we need, like we're, they're trying to win.
1: Yeah, And
0: yeah. Uh, you know, they've they've got to make some hard decisions. No matter no matter which way the domino falls, they've got to make hard choices. Uh, probably make trades. You know, they got four and six. They don't need to draft both four and six. Um, unless they want to ship out, you know, players that they've had for a year or two, and then pretty much start over and get younger again, which would be just insane. Yeah, but yeah, there's a it, lot of the, figuring out for them to do. Definition
1: uh, of insane is is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. And so I think the the Wings need to shake it up if if they're going to you know be able to make it past that first round of the playoffs. You know, they can't afford to get younger. They need that. You know, they need some some veteran leadership. Uh, to come in and, and, and help them when they get to those postseason
0: uh, yeah and runs. the uh, the fever's got to figure it out they have yet to have a 500 or better season ever since Tamika Catching's retired you know they keep having top pick after top pick you know two three four uh, for years yeah. you know, they never got one but you know floating around with a lot of those picks um, but you know some aren't there anymore like Lauren Cox you know Tara McCowan hasn't gotten to reach her potential here. Uh, Kisri Gondrazik that was uh, drafted I believe fourth um, or sorry um, her her name is not pronounced like that um, mm, Kaiser there we go there we go it was pronounced Kaiser Kaiser Gondryzik, uh drafted fourth you know not yeah. any type of big impact for the team early uh, you know the Kelsey Kelsey Mitchell and Tiffany Mitchells are still there maybe it's time to part from them and try some other guards I don't know uh daniel robinson's getting paid a lot of money Dontell Lavender's getting paid a lot of money uh they need to mix some things up too i think it's it's been time to blow up that roster and try and figure something out and get some money in indiana but who, who knows what's gonna happen yeah a dream tumultuous season you know they barely barely got any players signed back you know i got a whole lot of unrestricted and restricted free agents courtney williams unrestricted Shekinah strickland tiffany hayes elizabeth williams odyssey sims all unrestricted free agents Kendis yeah. Dupree, Blake Dietrich, and uh, then uh, restricted free agent Mo, Mo Billings. So they've only got uh, Cheyenne Parker, who is pregnant and more than likely will not play any bit of the twenty twenty two season. Uh, Tiana Hawkins, Ari McDonald, the the rookie, and Kennedy Carter uh, in her after her second year. Uh, all and I think one other player. I can't. Mate Cazorla. hope I'm saying her name right. Those are the only ones they have signed for next year. Everybody else, you know, those free agents that I listed. So they've got a lot of things to figure out, you know, what they want to do next year and what they want to do with that number three pick, uh, who they want to sign back, if they want to restructure this team. Because, you know, a lot of the pieces that they put together right here, it's it's a lot of new. Like they just – they haven't had Courtney Williams long. Like she was just traded from the Sun, you know, what, a, a year or so ago. Yeah. I believe it was her first year. They just got Cheyenne Parker over from the sky after this past or after the, the year ahead, not 21 season, but after 2020, same thing well, with Courtney, uh, uh, same thing with Shakina Strickland uh, as well. So I mean, like they could like, okay, this didn't work. Let's go move things around and try something else. But they, they've got a lot of decisions to, to work out as well. And lastly, the mystics, they just need to get healthy, but they have some unrestricted free agents to, to think about bringing back Tina Charles Elani Mitchell, Maisha Hines Allen, who is restricted though, Teresa Pleasants, Shavante Zealous, Satori Rocker Kimbro, uh, and then you know worrying about the, the health of Alicia Car- Clark and uh, Elena Deladon as they look to come back from from the injuries they've they've dealt with the past year or so. Yeah. So there's a lot, a lot, a lot to unpack with the, with the WNBA and the team. Oh yeah. It'll all happen at the start of the year. You know, everything will ramp up the next two months. And, uh, yep. you know, a lot of, a lot of contracts, a lot of movement trades, you know, we'll see it. We'll see a lot of different things. So it'll be, be exciting. Of, yeah. A lot of frequent W talk once, uh, once the beginning of the year comes around for, uh, for the lowdown for sure. Um, um, so yeah, BJ, um, I'm not good at guessing draft orders as we see.
1: Apparently uh, not. No, I'm not definitely. either though.
0: No, has, has not been great. Uh <laughs> It was it, it was a selfish pick from, to begin with cuz I I was like Dallas needs this and I, I knew they wouldn't get it, you know, once
1: Well, e- even me without being selfish, I didn't get it right either. So, yeah. you don't never know how the balls are going to bounce. Yeah.
0: I mean, I was over 4. I don't think you were over 4 though.
1: I thought I was cuz I had uh I had Atlanta 1, Indiana 2, Dallas 3, Washington 4. I don't think I got any. You got
0: Indiana 2. Right. Oh, that's right. You're right. See, you got one. I didn't get it. Any- okay. 25
1: percent <laughs> right.
0: Hey, it's more than more jobs, right? I tell you that that's for sure. All right, be it's time to play a little bit of with it or quit it.
1: Well, Drew, before we do that, I you know we were talking earlier uh, about the NBA oh, yeah. and, and and I was worried because you saw what the NHL did. Uh, you saw that they they had to shut everybody every team down through Christmas, and and I'm we we've seen Commissioner Adam Silver. He's come out and said that the NBA is not going to pause the season, but you just you can't feel but worry that this is, is not gonna get any better. It's just gonna get worse. And it could be a repeat of what we saw in March 2020 all over again. And and so I mean, you, you saw that with the NHL and, and I know I, I don't I don't think we should worry, but at the same time it's it's tough not to.
0: PZ, I'm glad that you brought up hockey in the NHL.
1: Okay.
0: You're not going to ask me why. Why is that, Drew? Well, hockey fans, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has a no-brainer offer that will make you a winner once any shot gets past the goalie. New customers can bet just $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores. The NHL got rid of ties in 2005, so you know someone is going to light the lamp.
1: Yeah, and if sports books aren't available in your state yet, there is nothing to worry about. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings daily fantasy hockey contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with just their first deposit.
0: Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win 100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL.
1: Must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-G-A-M-B-L-E-R. Drew, you give a nice tease. You've got some with it or quit it questions for me this week, don't you?
0: I do. I do. And it's time for that wither it or quit it. Yes. Let's, let's get right into it. It's a little Christmassy, not too Christmassy, but it's okay. a little Christmasy. I love it. I love it. All right. With it or quit it. Number one, all Christmas games will be canceled.
1: Oh, quit it. quit it! Quit it! No, quit it! Absolutely, quit it! Good
0: decision.
1: If 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 they like we were talking about earlier, there's a, there's a chance we see one or two maybe get canceled. But I think what with, with them trying to at least prioritize getting three games played, if we get three games, that's better than no games. I, I think the NBA would be foolish to say no. I mean not not foolish because at the end of the day, you know, public health is should be priority number one. Yeah. But but it, at the you've got to realize when NBA paused last March in 2020, the amount of revenue that they lost it, it it's going to take years for them to recoup what they lost. Um, and so I don't think they're going to do it again, even if even if if, if they have unless there's just no way, like if, if everybody, like there's not enough players on, on, on all 10 of those teams to play those games. I, I can't see it, Drew. I can't see it. Um, you know, that's, that's why the players got the vaccine so that they could, even when something like this came along, you know, that they could still play these games. So I say quit it.
0: All right. And there you have it. Number two, Kevin Durant will score the most points on this Christmas Day slate of games. With it or quit it?
1: Oh, so it's basically Kevin Durant or the field is what you're saying. Yep. Okay. I'm going to say quit it. I'm going to take the field. I I, I oh, think wow. Kevin Durant is going to be up there. I think he will score – you know he he'll be top five at no no worse in terms of points scored i think the way in order for brooklyn to win that game he's going to have to lead them in scoring and so you know if if they win he'd be top five as the leading scorer on one of the five teams that won um i don't know if if he scores the most out of all the players and on the that are playing on christmas day though so i'm gonna say quit i'm gonna take the field
0: well, BJ, we'll see if you're right. Kevin Durant currently has scored the most points in the NBA so far and is the NBA leading scorer this season. So no. he, he's, ha-
1: he's had to be. I'm hoping that his teammates step up on, on Christmas Day and, and, and help him out so he doesn't have to be.
0: And this is the most points per game Kevin has scored since his MVP season in
1: 2014. I, 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 you have to hope that he can sustain it.
0: We'll see. Hopefully he does. I picked KD to win the MVP in the preseason. So Look at that. We'll see Look how it goes. That. Number three, the Dallas Wings will trade at least one of their top draft picks. With it or quit it?
1: Yeah, I'm going to say with it. I think they have to. Uh, they're not going to be able to get a whole lot out of the, the four pick like they would have if they could have gotten a top three selection this year. But... They're already over rostered as you said. Uh, they're gonna have to make some tough choices. I think you see probably maybe two players and the pick go somewhere for maybe a, a huge name. I, I think that would probably be their their best play if they could if they could swing that uh, you know you had you've got you know if you if you trade two, two players of, of that you are valued for one huge player, I mean, that that could depending upon who and, and the circumstances and everything like that, you could definitely see this team go from, you know, fringe playoff to, you know, solidify themselves in in playoff positioning next year, depending upon if, if they're smart with the pick and, and trade away some of their players. Basically, you're going to have to go three players for the price of one is, is what I think they should do. So I'm going to say with it.
0: Speaking of playoffs, BJ, that leads me into my next question. Oh, I love number it when it's four, segues like that. The NBA playoffs will be played in a bubble this year. With it or quit it.
1: Oh man. So you're basically asking if I think things are going to get better or worse. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I'm going to say quit it. I uh, I I hope. I hope that uh, that things get better. I, I I hope that if this is you know, we we see, we've seen you know, years in the past where where the flu or or guys would go out with 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 colds or whatever and and, and miss games uh, around this time. It happens every year. It's just what viruses do. I I hope that you know. I mean, it, it's you know, obviously we there's less known about this one, but I'm hoping that. You know, as uh, everything we've seen is that this is a milder strain. It's not doing nearly as much harm to, to those that, that are vaccinated. I don't know if, if we have any stats on, on those that aren't vaccinated with, with this variant. But um, as as mon- much of the NBA that's vaccinated, I don't think they should have to worry about playing in a bubble this year. Now, they might not want paying fans, spectators, but I think they'll they'll play in, in the stadiums, uh, or they'll limit capacity again instead of going back to, you know, empty stadiums. They'll they'll limit it instead of being 100. percent I don't think they'll need to do a bubble. I, I'm gonna say quit it.
0: I agree. I think they're going to to limit capacity, but it, it does pose a problem for anybody, at least regular season wise, if if they do it before playoffs come around, which I expect they might. Mm-hmm. Uh, for anybody that's got season tickets and things like that, yeah. so how do you refund that? Uh, do you guarantee t- season ticket holders a seat because they have season tickets, and then just whatever's left you sell? Um, Maybe as as where, you, where yeah. you limit the capacity at—that's probably the way that they're going to have
1: That—that would be the I think the best way to make sure you can keep as much revenue. I, I think that would be what you have to do if that's the case. Right. Now obviously we're, we're playing the long game here. You know, this could, we could see this wave come through. And then, you know, in a month, by the time we get to February, we could say, huh, you know, every, it went through it, it ran its course and now it's gone. And, and hopefully the rest of the NBA season won't be affected. We just, we don't know is the problem.
0: Right. And last but not least, let's go back to something Christmassy. It's not Christmassy hoops. It's Christmas, Christmassy.
1: Christmas, Christmas,
0: Number 5. 5. Drinking eggnog during Christmas time is a must. With it or quit it.
1: I think this might be the most controversial opinion I've had on the show. Oh, I'm going to say boy. quit it. I'm not Whoa. an eggnog guy. I'm okay. not an eggnog guy at all. So it's not a must for me because I don't drink it. Um I if I if I drink something I drink hot cocoa, I'll drink a you know a glass of milk or something like that. But I'm usually perfectly content to stick with, you know, uh, in, in years past, before I lost my grandma, and I'm going to get a little personal here, uh, she she makes like, you know, sparkling punch. And, and that would last us pretty much like for a week almost. It felt like there was always so much of it. Um, so, you know, it'd be Christmas punch, you'd have water, you'd have tea, there'd Uh, it it never felt like needed something specific like eggnog or anything like that. So Mm -hmm. I've I've never been a big eggnog drinker. So I don't think it's a must, at least for me personally. Now there, I mean, you, I, I think you asked the question because it's a must for you.
0: No, actually, I actually thought that I thought you would like. I thought you liked eggnog probably, but no, nah. uh, I I don't really drink it either. I know there's an alcoholic version of eggnog too, but mm-hmm. uh, I haven't dabbled in in that one. Uh, it's yeah. been a long time since I ever even had eggnog. I don't remember what it even tastes like, to be honest. Tastes uh, like
1: nog just, and egg.
0: I just don't I just don't <laughs> drink it. Like it's not something like we gotta have eggnog. It's Christmas. Yeah. We gotta drink eggnog or anything like yeah. that. Like no, that's just. Oh no, it's just eggnog. But yeah, people really eggnog. like the eggnog, though. So I just I had to pose the question. You know, yeah, listeners I, I might you. be like, "Oh yeah, we got, we got to have eggnog. It's Christmas. We pour in an eggnog. We need eggnog, yeah. eggnog, baby."
1: And there's nothing wrong if eggnog is a part of your Christmas tradition. I I think to each their own, and and I'm I'm more than happy if, if somebody invited me over and they had eggnog. What the hell? I'll give it a try. Right? If, if Why
0: eggnog not? is your jam, go for it. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I'll be I'll be busy. Absolutely probably cracking a cold one
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'll join you i'll join you on the the patch the 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 patio with
0: one yeah we'll kick back i do have a patio uh yeah good stuff merry christmas to all because this this will be dropping on christmas eve so merry Merry christmas Christmas to you immediate listeners and merry christmas to you listeners after christmas eve whether it be on christmas day or after christmas merry christmas to you and I hope you enjoy your time with your families and just enjoy it. Enjoy Christmas in general. Enjoy it. You're off. You don't have to go to work. That's most right. Likely, hopefully. hopefully. Drew, before, Drew before
1: we go, which Christmas matchup are you most excited for? If, 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 if it wasn't the Mavericks, let's for say. Time. I, okay. I thought so. I thought that, cause that's the one I'm most excited for too.
0: Oh yeah. That's going to be the best game for sure. I think so too. It'll be the best game for sure. Uh, looking forward to that tip off and all the games that are hopefully being played on Christmas. Guys, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the underscore lowdown. That's T-H-A underscore lowdown on Twitter. You can also follow me and BJ individually. You can find our ads on the Lowdown Twitter page as well as the Lowdown Instagram page. Make sure you yes, go sir. follow that to follow on Twitter and Instagram or we will be having clips of the episodes coming up. Every week to tease it. Appreciate you guys listening. And once again, Merry Christmas. We'll catch you next.